Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. All the necessary and appropriate back. Backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. Apparently, I didn't pass the written exam, or the physical exam, or the mental health exam, whatever that means. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Giant clown gloves. Finally, a gift a person can use. My name is Papa Scotch Nez. I, I, my name is Papa Scotch Nez. <laughs> I always say, now you kids with your loud music and your damn folk board, your Zima, hula hoops, and Pac-Man <laughs> video games, don't you see? People today have attention spans that can only be measured in nanoseconds. Welcome to Plotty Time. Mm. So let's go into it like we do every week. Dr. Scientist, what are you playing? What are you watching? What are you doing? What's going on with you? Well, we'll start with what I played. Okay. I played a good old Game Boy Advance game. Okay. Yeah, of uh, course. Of course you did. Circle of the Moon, Castlevania. Circle of the Moon. It was a, there was a Castlevania Advance collection that came out on PlayStation. Nice. Has all the Game Boy Advance oh. games, so I played that one. Very good. Yeah, it's Castlevania. So if you like that, you'll like that. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I watched this movie called Moonfall. Moon. I've heard of it, but I don't recall hearing good things. Uh, <laughs> it's entertaining. Oh, that's a good thing. It's got, you would know this, Papa Scotch. It's got the guy who plays Sam from Game of Thrones. Sam. Which one's Sam? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's in it. Okay. And there's a couple other people that I can't remember off the top of my head. All right. Because hey, it's okay. If you want to be entertained, it's sci-fi-y. What's the story? Isn't it like the moon is crashing into Earth or something Yeah, like it's that? starting to get closer, and they find out that there's some kind of like aliens inside the moon. And it's a big spaceship. Something like that. Interesting. Is it good? or Well, is it as good or better than Armageddon? Better. Well, that's okay. not even a challenge. That's tough. That's I mean, tough. <laughs> Satan at the Crick is better than Armageddon. That's true. I uh, watched. I finished the Moon Knight show that's on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. Marvel shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's pretty good. I, I mean, if you don't know Moon Knight, it's still entertaining. Never heard of him. I don't know anything about Moon Knight. What's what's the gist here? There's a guy, and he's kind of got like split personalities. And well, he figures out in the first episode he kind of has a split personality. And one of them is an avatar for an Egyptian god. Okay. And, okay. And then, and then things start happening. Ethan Hawke is in the series. It's pretty good. Oscar Isaac. I like all of them. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. Who's the lead? Oscar Isaac. Is it? I thought it was. Maybe I think it's something else. The main antagonist is Ethan Hawke. There's another night movie that came out that had Knight in the title. The mm-hmm. Green Knight. The Green Knight there, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. But Moon Knight's different. Green Knight is not good. Moon, Moon Knight is. Marvel series. Speaking of Marvel, I did see Doctor Strange yesterday. How was it? And the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, is that a new one? Yeah. It. I, okay. Oh. I liked it. Oh. <laughs> you know, you you're, pause. N- you're not going to like my opinion of it. I gave, I'll give it 13 out of 27 stars. Oh, but so where? I mean, I'm not expecting you to have every single Marvel movie you're I mean, I will head, if you want. But <laughs> where in the list would you put it? Between what? Uh, I have no idea where I would rank it. I have to look at the list again. But I should have been more prepared, I guess. 
I didn't expect follow-up questions. <laughs> it's probably the worst Marvel movie I've seen in a couple of years. Mm. I mean, it's still fantastic. So, well, I mean, I understand at this point you got to split hairs, you know? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you put it in the top half or the bottom half of Marvel movies? Oh, just in the middle. It probably would make the bottom half. There's like 40 movies now, right? So, at least. Something like that. Yeah, so half of them got to be in the bottom half. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> but it's just, if you weren't fully into everything Marvel and watched everything, you'll probably be lost for 95% of the movie. Too many callbacks, you think? Or uh, Well, just a just few. Just references. Yeah, like, and there's, I mean, I don't want to spoil or alert anything. I'm kind of, is it like you don't understand references or like plot points? Don't make as much sense if you don't know the whole story. Well, I mean, it'll make sense, but you won't know how they got there if you're not. You have to watch all of WandaVision. You have to keep up with the movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's dumb. Yeah, if I think if someone just like, this was the first Marvel movie they saw, they'd be completely lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Not to mention the fact that they introduced like a dozen new characters in it. But. Hmm. I mean, well, it is multiverse. I mean, I don't know. You don't have to remember most of them because it is a multiverse. But so you're saying pass? You don't. Oh, I would, I'm going to go see it probably twice more yet. Yeah, he's okay. going to come back next week and he's going to be like, "It was so good. <laughs> I can't believe but what I said." One of the problems I have with it is another is the reason most of the people liked it that I saw is it's uh, very Sam Raimi, and I don't know. I just don't like that kind of thing for the Marvel. I don't know. It didn't really work for me. Okay. I think I know what you're saying. When you see the movie, you'll understand it because there's a lot of like what Sam, Sam Raimi, Raimi mean, like the director big budget. No, it's, it's, it's like it's a little bit goofy. Like Evil Dead, yeah, uh, kind of horror-y, just goofy kind of things. Like just, I I could see where in the world where you're doing Doctor Strange and multiverses, and you're trying to like convey serious things, he'll throw in like a goofy moment. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy that had Ash fight a billion of his small versions. You know, <laughs> that's fair. There's just silly moments in it. I bet. I, mean, I, yeah, don't I, I don't know. You have to. I mean, it's good. I mean, I'll, I'll go see it again. But and it sets up a lot for what they're probably going to do in the future. Hmm. But it was interesting when they go to another multiverse and see the people there. Well, it sounds like you can't miss any movie if you're going to watch a future one. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you got to keep up with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like homework. Oh, you probably have to watch What If too. <laughs> oh Jesus but, Christ! I would say someone like me who I wouldn't say I'm a super fan. I mean, I watch them when they come out. I'm interested. They're they're good, but. I'm falling a little bit behind, and I'm and I'm starting to get the idea like, oh shit, I'm just I'm like not gonna catch up. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just gonna get to a point where I'm like just busy with other things, yeah, and all of a sudden six movies came out. And I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, well, Doctor Strange came out Friday, or two weeks ago, whatever, and <laughs> and the next uh, Marvel show, oh, what's it called, Miss Marvel, is gonna be out in June, and then Thor: Love and Thunder comes out in July. Yeah, it's too much, man. <laughs> it's it's a lot. I mean, yeah, I could see how, like, I might skip this one for now, then watch and try to catch up. Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder won't have anything, so you could probably just won't be into it, I'm pretty sure. And Christian Bale's supposed to be the bad guy, I heard, so. Well, that In fun. Thor? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. He's he's supposedly he's playing, playing Gore, the, Gore the God Butcher. That sounds cool. <laughs> 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 It sure does. Anyway, enough of a rant about Marvel stuff. How about you, Papa Scotch? What'd you play, watch, finagle, things like that? Uh, first thing I'll say, I'll start with what I played, just like you. 
Uh, didn't get too much time in, but I did have enough time to platinum Alan Wake. Oh, oh wow. very proud of you. Well, thanks. I had like three little stroke trophies I had to get, so I ran stroke through those. Stroke trophies? Yeah. Those little trophies. <laughs> I had okay. to get through. Nailed it. Got those. And then I think I'm going to play the DLC. Should... Oh, I was going to say you should play Control's DLC. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Have you played that yet? I have not played it yet. I mean, I, playing Alan Wake made me want to play Control. Maybe I'll just play through Control again. Did you play it on the PS5 yet? No, I have it for PS5. I just haven't played it yet on oh, the yes. PS5. And it's been so long, I forget like all the plot points Yeah. in Control. Something about, I don't know. The hiss. The hiss. Yeah. And shut down the building. The moving building. What do they call the moving building? Like the house or something like that? Something like that. Foundation? Foundation. Is there a foundation? Uh, there, there might be a foundation, maybe part of the house. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. I guess I'll just have to play it again and tell yeah, you guys. Yeah, sounds good. Another thing that happened is I didn't get to watch too terribly much because I went to Texas. Hey-ha. Yeah, for a wedding in good old Galveston, Texas. Oh, I'm sure everybody was vaccinated. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, oh, there was a great... Uh, I'm going to bring it up on my phone right now, but I saw the best billboard I've ever seen in my life. Have Matthew McConaughey on it? No, but that's a solid guess. <laughs> that would be the best billboard I've seen. I, I used to be on billboards it. before I got paid to be on billboards. <laughs> so I will put this on the Instagram with, with no... Context? No context at all. I'll just have a map, like a, a little emoji of Texas. But it's for a company called Massey Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I think that's the brand. Yes. If you buy a Massey tractor... At UVC, UVC is uh, UVC Power Sports Tractors and Outdoors, I guess, in good old Galveston. But if you buy a tractor, you'll get all three. What are the three, you ask? I'm thinking it. Hold on. A handgun. Okay. A pair of steer horns that you can wear on your head. Okay. And... No, for the funny car. Oh, oh, oh that's even better. I'm going to go that. <laughs> okay. And some kind of Texas-themed food. A gun okay. rack. A gun rack. Oh. You've, you've got one of three. You need one of three. <laughs> it's a not gonna tell it's you gotta be a handgun. <laughs> okay, I'll just tell you. Firearm, that's the one you got. Mm-hmm. Flag. Oh! oh duh. Yeah. And and what else would be number three but a Bible? A Bible. Oh, but, oh you can't you can't have oh, that's just You can't have a gun without a Bible. Everyone knows that. You wrap your Bible in your flag and you put your firearm next to it in case, you know, someone tries to come in and take away your rights. Yep. I can't believe we didn't get that. I overthought it. I overthought it. I'm sure these tractors are like tens of thousands of dollars. Like, that's got to be like $300 worth of freebies they're handing you. Well, you need your tractor gun. You can't just have your regular gun on you while you're on your tractor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You get a, I mean, you've got your conceal already, but you got to have your tractor gun anyway in case, I don't know, wild hogs or some shit pop out at you. Yeah. Texas wild is a weird hogs. place. I also didn't expect to see so many palm trees, but they're actually native to that part of Texas. Yeah, Galveston. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. This kind of, and the reason I mentioned it, uh, we went on a really cool ghost tour, which was a lot of fun, like a walking ghost tour. I, I suggest if you go to a new city, go on the ghost tour because <laughs> because it gives you like a bit of history of the city and it's the coolest fucking history of the city. Fair enough. Not to get into it too much. The reason I'm mentioning that I went to Galveston, Texas is because I watched Borat Two, the second one, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it since it came out, and that takes place partially in Galveston, Texas. Oh, I don't nice. know what's worth watching Borat or going to Texas. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I thought Borat was pretty good. Yeah, it's not great, but 
I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was the best movie I ever saw. But dude, the one part where he's dressed like the stereotypical awful caricature of a Jewish person, (laughs) and he walks into the synagogue and he just says something along the lines of, uh, "Hey, pretty amazing weather we're controlling." (laughs) I laughed so hard. All right, that is a good scene. But it was good. It was a good movie. I also watched something that you suggested, Doctor Scientist. (gasps) Oh yeah, a Marvel movie. No, actually, I watched Spontaneous. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. What'd you think I of it? Forgot about that. I liked it mostly. I just thought it went on a little bit too long because it was yeah. like two hours and ten minutes. It could have been a, yeah. a solid hour, half hour forty. Uh, but yeah, it never really got old when the kids just fucking blew up. Nice. <laughs> gotcha. Like just out of nowhere, they're all sitting there playing cards, and then boo. And I thought it was interesting. I don't, I'm not mad. Well, no, I won't say anything about it because, you know, spoilers, and I guess it's from 2020. Okay. I think. Doesn't matter. But it, it was, it was you know, there was a lot of heart in it, but it was interesting. It was, I haven't seen anything like it. I'll I was say definitely that. entertained by it. I thought, yeah, I thought it was entertaining. Just uh, the middle section when the, after they get into that, I don't know what it is, the, the building, and then they go back oh, to yeah, school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're all under, like, quarantine to try to figure out what it is. Yeah, what's making them explode? Yeah, and no one ever really does, and they think they have a pill, and no one explodes, and all of a sudden people explode. <laughs> it is funny when people explode because you don't see it coming half the time. Nice. No, you don't. The only time I saw it coming was the big one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Does it get gory? Is it like blood oh, there's everywhere? blood everywhere? Oh yeah, dude, there's nice. fucking people exploding. There's blood everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, there's like oh, you have a piece of skull in your hair. Oh, it sounds so awesome. It's pretty gnarly. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'll give it a thumbs up. Go check it out. All right, cool, cool. And then the only other thing I watched after that was a couple episodes of It's Always Sunny. Oh, all those classics. I just assumed we all watched a couple of those every week. That's yeah, I guess fair. I should stop mentioning it. But I did see the one, the Boggs one, which is one of the better <laughs> ones. Oh, when she pulls her hand back. It's, just... it's like, God rest his soul. Wade Boggs is not dead. Oh, that Boggs is. <laughs> He's in his early 50s and he lives in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> I love what he's gonna at, roll over in his grave <laughs> at the end when Charlie talks. Let's go get some that, chicken. Not baseball, chicken. baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna hit it, so I don't feel like I didn't bring another ball. <laughs> I didn't think you'd hit it that far, and let's just say you did it. <laughs> no, but fucking Mac being the quote unquote commissioner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I love when Frank's like. She's like, you already had 12 beers. He's like, no, I didn't. I can see it's written on your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty great. Doctor, what is it? Mantis Toboggan? Yeah. (laughs) Great fake name. What a show. Good stuff. I gave him a beer with a couple roofies in it. (laughs) It's like, how many sleeping pills did you put in? He's like, I don't know, 10, 12? (laughs) Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, that's all. uh... The Coca Pelly tattoo, I should have saw it. I took her as Midwestern trash. She's desert trash. Oh, fuck it. Eh? But yeah, that's all I watched and played. How about you there, Sir Chump Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, I played a little bit of Cyberpunk. Not much. How many times did it crash? Still hasn't crashed. Well, you haven't played it long enough. Yeah, you I don't keep saying you. that. You like set yourself I'm at one in sitting. <laughs> one sitting, I know. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I still can't get into it. Every time she fucking talks, I'm like, why do you have to talk like that? <laughs> Is it like her voice or her voice? Her just like, like her inflection and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, she's, she's oh, a maybe, rough and tumble. 
tumble street kid. Yeah, it's like maybe you should just forget about it. It's the option you pick. And she's like, maybe you should just, I don't know, forget about it? Come on. Like, oh, it's so annoying. But did that, played some Elden Ring, still playing my second character. Did you put in like, what, two hours, three hours in Elden Ring this week? Or Oh, uh, yeah, it wasn't much. Maybe like six to eight. Wasn't what? much. It wasn't much. That's more than I played <laughs> all like week. Sit- that's like two sittings. Good point. But yeah, that's all I played. Nothing special to talk about. But I watched uh, this movie. One of you guys was talking about it two two weeks ago or so. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Maybe. I think it was Scientist Spree. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We both saw that. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, it was really dumb. Kind of had like... A lot of it was dumb, but that was kind of yeah. what made it entertaining. Yeah, it was like American Psycho vibes, kind of. Like how he just gets away with it the whole time. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody even notices <laughs> until the end. But, I mean, it was all right. Am I remembering correctly that his dad or stepdad or whoever that guy was was David Arquette? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. you okay. are. He was a massive DJ who worked yeah. at a strip club or something. Man, that's so cool. Yeah. He was annoying in it too, but I mean it was okay. Give it a watch; it's not terrible. I, I, I mean, I didn't expect the world out of it, and I was pleasantly surprised. So yeah, exactly. Then I uh, watched this Uncharted movie. You guys see this? Oh. I never heard of it. Is it new? Mm-hmm. I was, I was gonna watch it. And I didn't yet. It's kind of like Indiana Jones, but a little more ridiculous. Oh, like the video game? Yeah, I don't think it worked as a movie though. I still don't know about. There were some scenes like what's his name is Sully when you're climbing up the cargo that's like dangling off a plane and shit. I was like, sure. that's fun to play, <laughs> but to see it, you're like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Mm. I'll have to watch it yet. One of these days. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it's it's bad, on the list. But, uh, no, I didn't. Think I it feel too like much. I have to. I don't even know if I want to. Yeah, I felt obligated. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I played five of them, so it's. I don't know which ones it's it is. It might be the first. It one. looked the commercials looked like a mix of all of them. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I was like, is that from this one or this one? Because no. there's the, definitely the plane thing happens over the desert, not the ocean. But this was a quest for. I don't think the gold of. Oh fuck! I don't even. It was probably it was. It could have easily been something that wasn't done already. In the yeah, movie. but it had like parts from other yeah. series, like that one where it's like they they find the church with the symbol on it, and then. I think that happens in all of them. Oh, <laughs> they break through the floor and shit. All right. Well, either way, it, yeah. was, it was okay. It gets a meh? Gets a meh. While you're doing that, I'm trying to see when we first mentioned the movie. And I think, because that was one we mentioned where it's like, oh, they finally cast people. You know, we, we were talking yeah. about that for a long time. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't like Marky Mark. That's it. Mark Wahlberg. I think he we did. talked about it in Blood Rain. <laughs> yeah. What was that two years ago? Eleven twenty one nineteen is when that episode came yeah. out fluttering. That's crazy. But yeah, I didn't like the... Th- neither of the actors really worked for me. Because fucking... I don't, the like, main guy should, should have been a little older. I don't know. Just, I'm hauling. Eh, he just looks young. Yeah. He's the right age. Yeah, but that's why I didn't but, like it. Both no, should have been older. I see what you're saying. Because like, even in the first Uncharted, I never got the idea that Drake was like a punk kid. Yeah, exactly. Like The first one, I felt like he was in his late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, I guess that's what he is in this. But yeah, he's like twenty five or twenty six in this. But yeah, but you're know. right. But he still feels so young. Yeah, I don't know. Watch it. You tell me what you think about it. Uh, let's see what else did I watch. 
<laughs> I watched this movie called X, just like the letter. Oh, the new one? X. Oh, no shit. I don't know. I saw it. Is it any good? Well, I didn't see it. I, I saw, saw it, it exist. <laughs> I, saw, I saw, saw that it. it existed. Sorry, you're right. I should. Well, wasn't it just in theaters like a month ago? I don't know if it's the one you guys are thinking. The one where they filming a porno at something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're filming a porno in some like old Texas couple's house, and then they start getting killed. And Kid Cuddy's in it, and he plays like a Vietnam vet who does porno now. <laughs> nice. Uh, he did a good job in it, but I didn't know anybody else. But the whole, I don't know. It didn't work for me. Mm. It, it was, work? Okay. It was a good idea. Is it a horror or like a thriller? Yeah, it's a horror. Okay. Because they all start getting killed like one at a time. But okay. I don't know. I saw like the trailer. It looked like it gave me those Texas Chainsaw vibes. Yeah, but it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't good. The killers were just bleh. Who cares? So they weren't ghosts. They were real people. Yeah. I mean, you oh, can always say spoilers. ghosts are bleh. They weren't even aliens. Oh, then fuck it. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> They're not I, aliens. I mean, it was a horror movie. It was all right. There were deaths in it, which is fun, fun, you know. But I don't think I'd recommend it. I heard really good things. Maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, you you check it out because Kid Cudi's in it. And shout out to him for all his work on Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I still think he was the best. Band leader on Comedy Bang Bang, which I know is a very unpopular opinion. Uh, really? I liked him the most because he was fucking different than Scott. Yeah, yeah. First you had Reggie. I'm not saying Reggie wasn't great. I'm not saying Weird Al wasn't great. They were both fantastic. But I felt like for both of them, their energies and dynamic with Scott was way too similar. Kid Cudi was complete opposite. Yeah, Kid Cudi felt like he didn't belong there, but he, was, he fit right in. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, you never would have guessed he would have ever belonged there or he should be there, but he did. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. But we could save that for our uh, spinoff podcast after we get done with the uh, Nip Tuck podcast, <laughs> where we watch every episode of Comedy Bang Bang. I'll be down for that. I haven't seen him in a good year or two. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I did. Okay, so how about then, uh, if you're done there, we'll just go into video game news slash the... <sighs> What's going on in the news today with video games and pop scotch? I don't know. What does he say? You got to come up with something new. You've done that for like I, three weeks in a row. It's always different, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll just start with the biggest piece of news that came this week, this week, which is Square Enix selling a whole bunch of its studios and properties out. Yeah. Did oh. you guys hear about this? Do you know about this? Yeah. Uh, what are they doing with them? Just selling to everybody? Well, they sold a big chunk of them, a big chunk of their studios to a group called the Embracer Group, which also owns THQ Nordique, and they also own Gearbox. They're like That's the parent a, company of Gearbox. Yeah, they're like games that, game companies that made games that Square Enix thought weren't going anywhere. They're kind yeah. of big names, but... There's some big ones in here. They're, uh, the Tomb Raider is, is sold off to them. Deus Ex, that franchise has been sold off. Mm. But were they ever going to make another... Maybe now. That yeah. was the weird thing, and that was the thing everyone was talking about, where they were saying how, like, the Tomb Raider games were well, like, well received from critics. They sold pretty well, and Square Enix is like, man, we were super disappointed in all those games. Yeah, I don't know. Which I didn't quite understand. But the studios that are being sold are Crystal Dynamics, Idos, 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 Idos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. And uh, obviously, the last one's probably going to get 
a name change. But it <laughs> came to about over a thousand employees worldwide, and they sold the IPs including uh, Deus Ex and Tomb Raider, the Thief series, which I believe we did Thief, right? Yeah, we did yeah. The first one. I didn't the first like one. that one. We did the first Deus Ex too. Yes, we did. Yep, and, and uh, they also sold one of the other ones as Legacy of Kane and like fifty backlog. Or we did do Legacy of Kane also. <laughs> back catalog of other games. Did we do Legacy of Kane? Yeah. yeah. Man, first one. I don't remember that. Anyway, so <laughs> they sold all those off, and uh, they're going to, though, keep a portion of their IPs. They didn't sell every single thing off. Well, yeah, Square Enix has Final Fantasy. Yeah. Sorry, I should clarify. They didn't, they're Western games, because they're okay. keeping like Final Fantasy and all of those. But uh, they're going to keep other properties, which are Life is Strange, that series. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Uh, the Looter Shooter Outriders is still going to be Square Enix. Never heard of it. <laughs> You know what? It's supposed to be their uh, their competitor to Destiny. Oh, really? And I've heard of it, but I don't know I anyone is playing it. or. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll take a look, but I really don't want to get into another big game like Destiny, the long-ass looter shooter bullshit. Fair enough. And then Just Cause. They're also keeping Just Cause, which is also always fucking fun. Those games are great. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, so... <laughs> This is the part that, that that I really want to get Dr. Scientist involved in this conversation because this is kind of his forte. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit. I, I'm, I'm kind of scared of what it is. <laughs> the reason Square Enix sold Tomb Raider and, you know, all their, all their properties is because they're going big on blockchain and NFTs, buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, That's so- smart. The ninety the NFT market is down ninety two percent from last September. That's it. Which yeah, I know, you didn't kill right? it totally yet, scientist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're betting big, and uh, the quote from Square Enix is: "The transaction enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain, AI, and the cloud." Okay. <laughs> Which is pretty consistent with their previous attempts to just milk the NFT blockchain market. Yeah, yeah. So they're they think that I don't know I don't I mean I don't know their money or how they're doing it, but if they really think blockchain is going to be a big part of their business model moving forward, it is the grift to many people. But yeah, Yikes. blockchain's awesome, man. I got some bitcoins. Do you? No. <laughs> I wish I did. That'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> but other than that, in news, Sony has supposedly leaked. It's been leaked that supposedly Sony has a team that is going to be focusing on game preservation. What? Yeah, like real people working at Sony that are going to be preserving games. And a lot of them, the the idea, the thought process of this this rumor thing is kind of that they're going to be working on like PS3 emulation and make it so those games will actually be downloadable and working on current gen systems rather than just playing off the cloud. Oh, okay. Because there's always the risk of losing games forever, and people are freaking out about it. I'd like to download them. I mean, I'd like to play some PS3 games, like, I don't know, The Darkness? That'd be a sweet one to play. I don't know Hmm. why people freak out about it. I mean, it's probably good to lose a bunch of this crap. Wow. Do you think we have every painting ever painted? (laughs) Yeah. Because most of them suck. In our hearts. In our hearts, <laughs> but uh, I just think it's interesting that they're ta- they're like actually hiring people to preserve games rather than just saying we're gonna shut down all these servers and you'll never get a platinum on this game ever again. Later. Yeah, it's like why not just keep the servers up? Because it costs money. It costs money to do what they're doing now. But I guess there's an end to it. All right, fair enough. Touche, sir. 
I didn't even have to respond. <laughs> and then in our last piece of news, which I think is really fun, it has to do with Call of Duty, which I know, Dr. Scientist, you're not really a big fan, but... He loves the dudes. They have a new anti-cheat tool in play right now. And oh, I, I think love when they do that. It's fucking brilliant. If you're cheating in the game, you don't get banned, you don't get kicked. The only thing that happens is every other player is invisible to you. I like that. I, like, I think that's hilarious. I, like, I forget which game does it, but one game that they find you cheating, they always stick you on a server with other cheaters. Yeah. Somebody told me that happened to them in Call of Duty. <laughs> we did like, talk about that, but I forget what it was. It might have been Call of Duty, but yeah, it was just throwing all the cheaters together. Yeah, because that's just funny. I like that, too. Yeah, and not telling them is the, is the fair part. But I think it's hilarious <laughs> that every other player is like, quote. Yeah, you can't tell where they are. Yeah, you can't see them at all, so you just keep dying for no reason. But do you need to if you got, like, insta-aim cheats and shit? Imagine how crazy that would be, though, because even if you wouldn't see the person, your insta-aim could probably lock on, but yeah. it would just be locking on to nothing. You'd just be spamming the lock-on over and over again. <laughs> What's the point? What kind of fucking loser? Yeah, say it. Bring it. Runs kind of by cheats on an online fucking game. Like, Get a goddamn life or play something else that's satisfying. Yeah. So they can only jerk sad. off in their mom's basement so much. Or their stepdad's basement. Let's be inclusive. Here. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. That was me being misogynist. But it's Mother's Day. <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck the fourth wall. That's what I always say. <laughs> but that's all I got for video game news slash stuff. So how about we get into it? How about we get into the game? How does that sound? Let's. This one's a fun one. Uh, this is the game where we ask the question, can a crime simulator based on the world of Scarface be awesome? We've already answered that question on this show, and it's no. <laughs> uh, you're right. We did do the game Scarface, I suppose. Uh, we are doing one of the best... Pa- best. Jesus Christ, I can't fucking talk today. <laughs> One of the best blah, blah, blah. Take your the time. The best glove and mothers that ever plopped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We are like doing <laughs> one of the best selling games on the entire generation of PlayStation 2 and Xbox. It's Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Whoa, like Miami Vice City? The very same. Whoa. It was released October 29th. 2002, number one song of the country. Any guesses? Mariah Carey. 2002. Solid guess. I can't think of a name of her song. But no, it's not Mariah Carey. Eminem. Ooh, close to. This artist will say is best known for his album or song or both. I don't know. Country Grammar. Nelly. Nelly. Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland. The song is Dilemma. Yeah, yeah. I brought up Nelly today at work. How weird is that? I, do I bring up Nelly every day? That's not weird. I know, that? me too. Country Grammar's fucking Jack. He's going to come here and kick your ass. So watch what you say. You say his name if three times. take a ride with me, I don't know the words of this part. Of oh, you should sing more often in this I thought he podcast. was in the room. I thought he was here. The voice of an, a generation. And Nelly's is watching. <laughs> the number one movie. Now, I know where your minds are going to go, and you're going to think horror. Okay. But for some reason, it's not, and I'm very confused about this. My boss's daughter. Ooh. No. <laughs> Good, Good luck, Chuck. <laughs> Here we go. Tim Allen starring vehicle. Ew. Santa Claus. The Santa Claus 2, actually. <laughs> uh, 
Gross. <laughs> I looked at two different sources. I'm like, that can't be right. But it is. Apparently, they beat out, I don't know, Saw or some bullshit. All right. Anyway, this day in history, October 29th, 1929, Black Tuesday. Wall Street stock market crashes, triggering the Great Depression. That should happen more often. That was a good series on Black Tuesday? On Showtime or Great Depression? No, Black Tuesday, or oh. whatever it's called. Is that the one? That was the one with like uh, in the 80s, right? Yeah. They're just stock market people and. It's about, yeah. Paul Shears in that, I think? Yes, yes, he is. Okay, yeah. All right, we're talking about the same one. It was released for PlayStation 2 and Xbox, developed by Rockstar North and published by Rockstar Games. It is a single-player, third-person action-adventure crime simulator, and I picked it, so I guess I might as well just roll into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, man. Tell us all no about reason this, to tell us about Well, we begin our story in Liberty City in 1986. We did GTA Liberty City, right? Yes. Well, we did GTA 3, which takes place in Liberty City. Go listen to it. None of the stories coincide. No, because this is actually, I guess, on the timeline of prequel, but it's not a I was trying to plug our podcast <laughs> But yes, you should go listen to our, <laughs> our fucking episode about Grand Theft Auto 3. It's also a bang. 1986, Liberty City. Uh, the mob bosses of Liberty City, uh, specifically Sonny, the main mob boss, they decide to send one of their made men, Tommy Versetti, to Vice City to establish the drug trade. He had just gotten out of jail for 15 years. They're like, let's give him a fresh start. We'll give him an important job. We'll send him down to Vice City, which is, if you don't know by now, Vice City is their analog for Miami. So this is another game where the person immediately gets out of jail and they're like, hey, commit more crimes while you're on parole. That's right. How do you and get... leave the state. <laughs> was it the state, though? Or was it just the city that was Yeah, I don't south? know where Liberty City is. Yeah. I assume the geography would be similar. But I, yeah, I guess you're right. It doesn't. But he was put in jail in 1970? Yeah. <laughs> for murder? <laughs> yeah, and he gets out and he's like, ah, just go start committing crimes. Yeah, but this was the 80s. Nobody kept an eye on you. <laughs> so the mob contact a guy, a lawyer down there by the name of Ken Rosenberg... He meets up with Tommy, and they go to a That's drug deal. the Matthew McConaughey of this one, right? Yeah, just like scumbag lawyer. Yeah. And uh, this cast, Matt, uh, Carl Ro- Kent, whoa. There he yeah. is, with the fucking Woo. Jesus. A lot of really big-name actors were in this. Oh, yeah, there were. Ray Liotta? I found it amazing mm-hmm. because Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which was a sequel to this, didn't have that many like A-list actors in it. Yeah. So I, I read about it a little... And then I found out that Dan Hauser, who was like the main guy at Rockstar at this point, and I believe this was like his project, he said that he had such an awful time working with Burt Reynolds that they they stopped using big name actors. I believe it. Yeah, Burt Reynolds wasn't even it that much. Well, I guess he was side missions and stuff. We've got 400 lines for you to read. Oh, you're an asshole. We got three more. Yeah, right. Get out of here. But I thought that was very funny. But some of the big names, the main character, you play as Tommy Versetti voiced by Ray Liotta. Uh, another fun fact, when asked why he did this, he responded with three words, for the money. Yeah, obviously. I mean, that's why everybody does it. I didn't even know it was him when I originally played it. None of them actually sound like the people who have actually do it. Well, you could hear it if you know, but yeah. Except for, I would argue, one character. Ricardo Diaz does sound like Plotty Time's favorite actor, Luis Guzman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Luis. Luis Guzman. He hit how many RBIs that season? <laughs> At least 175. That is a deep plotty time cut. 
<laughs> you had to be a fan for a long time to get that joke. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, uh, I, I think we're just going to have to shout out Louise Guzman at the end of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was so stoked when he came on the screen. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Louise Guzman's in it. Burt Reynolds plays Avery Carrington. And uh, the other big one, uh, Sonny Ferrelli, the main mob boss, is Tom Sizemore. Mm-hmm. And Ken Rosenberg is William Fichter. There's a couple other as I go through it. Uh, including a crazy ass cast that includes Lawrence Taylor, the former <laughs> football player, yeah, yeah, linebacker OT. for the Giants or defensive <laughs> end, I think, whatever he was. Uh, Gary Busey, uh, Feruza Balk, and Jenna Jameson, and Dennis Hopper's in this too, really? who was cast as the perfect character. Okay, and we'll get to that in a bit. Tommy Versetti meets Ken Rosenberg. He takes Tommy to a drug deal, and they're immediately attacked by God, we don't know who. They lose the cash and the drugs. And now, all of a sudden, Tommy Versetti, after just getting out of jail, is in a lot of hot water with Sonny the mob boss. Damn it, Sonny knew. Which, uh, I... I th- Get me my money. It's kind of weird. Don't you think it's weird? Like, Tommy just got out of jail. Yeah. Like, he's he's on a pretty short leash for a guy that just got out. And you gotta assume that if he's this far up in the mob, Tommy Versetti, like, he's made some mistakes before, and he's corrected them. Yeah, you think they'd, like... Reward you for not snitching the 15 years you were in No, there. you gotta do street-level shit. Yeah. No, go fucking get some drugs for me, dude. <laughs> yeah. Go get two keys of coke. <laughs> yeah, instead of giving him, he's like, hey, don't worry about it, or hey, I'm mad, but I know you'll get this back. You'll fix this. He freaks the fuck out and says, I'm gonna kill you if you don't fix it. Yeah. I want my fucking money, shithead. <laughs> I love when he's like, I'll promise to get the drugs. I'm like, yeah, I know you will. And the only reason you're not dead is because we have a history. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to kill everybody that gets ambushed at a drug deal that you didn't even fucking set up. <laughs> right. Like you just roll into town and Ken's like, come on, we're going to a drug deal. Okay. Yeah. Kill Ken then. He's fucking set it up, you know. But then Ken is freaking out. He's like, you're somebody's going to kill us. We're dead. And then Rossetti tells him, you know, relax. We're going to find who did this. We're going to get the stuff back. And he's like, well, who, well, who are we going to talk to in town? And Ken's like, well, there's Colonel Juan Garcia Cortez, who's a big player. What a ridiculous name. He set up the ch- exchange. Uh, I happen to have an invite to his yacht party. How about you go talk to him? Hey, but get some good clothes first. Yeah, you look like an idiot. I don't even remember what he dressed in. Oh, like he dresses him up like Miami Vice. Yeah. Now, of course. Big Miami Vice influence, big Scarface influence, big yeah. that whole time influence everywhere. There's plenty of references to... Cassette the, tapes and shit. Yeah. So you get to this yacht party. You enter. It's kind of like an intro to all the players you, or the, you know, the players in Vice City, all the people you're going to see in the future as part of missions or side mission holders, whatever. But the Colonel's daughter, Mercedes, who is Fruza Balk, she intros you to the group. You meet Avery Carrington, the Texas tycoon. You meet Luis Guzman briefly. You just kind of meet everybody and then you head out. And then after that, you uh, you talk back to Ken, and eventually, I forget exactly how you get sent to Kent Paul, the music producer. Oh, it's because you didn't find any information there. You're like, we need somebody else, because yeah. I didn't find shit there. Man. Go to this DJ at a club. Gotcha. Okay. So, you go to meet Kent Paul, who is voiced by... Do I have him here? Fucking nobody. I guess I don't have... Nobody. Mm. Sorry, real actor who I just shit on. It was Adrian Brody. <laughs> oh, okay. Adrian Brody. Uh, he's like... Hey, I got my 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 eyes in the street. You beat the shit out of him, by the way, like immediately, which I think is kind of rude. Yeah, we gotta show you the tough guy. Yeah, he's like, look, I don't know specifically. 
I heard there was a big score somewhere. I, I don't know much, but there's this this chef on Ocean Drive who is very pleased with himself right now. <laughs> this is guy who's really happy. Go check him out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's the one that did it. Mm-hmm. You go down to the hotel on Ocean Drive, and the chef gets all shitty, and you immediately murder him and all his chef buddies. Yeah. Uh, this is also like a very early mission and, and, and a reason to just give Tommy Versetti a cell phone, basically. Yeah. But uh, then you meet with a guy by the name of Lance Vance, which is an amazing name. <laughs> so good. He is actually voiced by one of the guys who was on uh, Miami Vice, Tubbs from Miami Vice. Oh, really? Philip Michael Thomas. Uh, he's the actor that was Tubbs on fucking Makes sense. Miami Vice. So it turns out Lance Vance tells you that my brother was in that ambush that you were at. And uh, I'm trying to find out who the fuck did this too. So for now, let's work together and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. And then you get another call. And uh, since this this phone wasn't yours. Yeah, some random guy calls you. Yeah. yeah, some random guy calls you. And he's like, hey, 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 I think I found a buyer for Diaz's stuff. So Tony's like, oh, Diaz has a bunch of stuff he's all of a sudden ready to unload. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do like the idea that he doesn't just go kill Diaz. He's kind of like, well, I got a lead. Let's get some proof. Let's figure this out. So he goes back to Ken's office, and Avery Carrington, the Texas oil tycoon, is waiting for you. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And he's like, I'll tell you what. I'll help you out, but you got to do some things for me. Standard. Standard RPG shit, right? Yeah. He's like, you go stir up a hornet's nest for me so that you could free up some real estate for me so I can get it super cheap. Makes sense. Yeah. Just blow up a couple buildings. One of the missions he sends you on is to blow up a building with an RC helicopter, and this is a very controversial mission. Oh, yeah. In the world of Grand Theft Auto, because A, it's really tough on console, and it's almost impossible with a PC, just the way the controls are and the, the way the thing handles. Yeah. Yeah, don't you have to, like, fly it past people and not get it shot, and then... I don't remember. Yeah. I, don't, I remember doing it on the... Like, playing this game and doing it way back in the day and being mad about it. Like, I remember this mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it took forever. And you're, you're still in, like, early stages of the game. You're not really to the point where you're just exploring and buying things. Mm-hmm. So you're like, man, is this how hard this fucking game's gonna be? No, oh, Christ. Turns out, <laughs> yeah, you do. You do other missions for him. You go kill a guy at a country club. All kinds of shit for you. And Avery ends up loving you because you just do all this dirty work for him. Mm-hmm. So Cortez calls you personally, the guy that held the yacht party, and he's like, hey, um, I'm sad to hear about what happened with the steel. I didn't do it. You should come talk to me. Like, let's, this is wrong. Let's figure it out. You go to talk to him and he says that Gonzalez tipped someone off. <laughs> and the colonel's like, you should probably kill him, right? <laughs> so you do. Yeah. I have in my notes that Gonzalez needs some uh, death <laughs> by chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, he gives you a chainsaw. He's like, use this. <laughs> Which is a reference to Scarface with the chainsaw and the shower, that whole death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do a bunch of shit for him, but the, bit, the one of note that comes back later is a random side mission, which I didn't understand at the time. You have to go steal some guidance chips from a French national? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Which just felt very out of place, but also on brand for this. But it'll come back in the future again. So the colonel asks you to watch over Diaz as the deal goes down. And Lance shows up out of nowhere and says, Hey, I'm just shadowing you, you know. Uh, Not stalking at all. (laughs) Not stalking. Just, you know, following you as bros do. So you end up bringing him along. Shit goes down, and some member of a gang tries to take the money from Diaz. You kill almost everyone, but this guy escapes, and you follow him back to where the hideout is. 
<gasps> Makes sense. Dude, you know how many times I wrote blow shit up in this thing? There's a lot. Diaz is grateful that you helped, but he's real mad at this gang. And for some reason, Lance is just gone. Yeah, he kind of like, hey, I flew you. He's like, yeah, hey, I did you. Peace. I did. I helped you a little bit, so see you. Remember this. So then Diaz does the natural next step and says, go to that place, kill the gang, and get my money back. Yeah, the guy you went to kill is like, all right, I'll hire you. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, take my associate, this guy by the name of Quentin. And hey, <laughs> who the fuck is Quentin? It's Lance. Lance Vance. Lance Vance. The whole time, Lance Vance is Quentin. He's like, sometimes I like to be called Quentin. It's like, what the fuck is up with this guy? <laughs> yeah, right? He's not weird at all. <laughs> no. And he can fly a helicopter. Yeah. It's like saying, my name is Robert Smith. Please call me Henry. Like, wait, what? Robert Smith. What a weird choice to pick. The lead <laughs> singer of The Cure? Yeah. I made it up. So, <laughs> Lance is also on the trail of whoever, you know, did this to his brother. So, he suspects Diaz stole the money, too. But you're both kind of just playing it close to the chest for now. You're trying to get more info. In the meantime, you steal a boat. You steal some cargo for Diaz. And, you know, you and Lance are bros now. Yeah. Don't forget Diaz shoots his ECR. Oh, yeah. That was actually a reference to Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, yeah? You try plugging it in. <laughs> so stupid. You can listen to it back in our Grand Theft Auto 3 episode. But there's a moment where uh, you do some side missions for a guy by the name of El Burrow, who is a... The donkey. It's like a porn guy. Guy who makes mm. pornography. Oh yes, yes. So when he's like, he broke, he ruined my the VCR ruined my favorite El Burro movie. It's like uh, he's trying to watch a titty flick. Oh, get it, man. Yes, yes, I remember now. The humor here is not highbrow, guys. It is oh, shit. Not. It's GTA, man. So then you get met and introduced to Donald Love, who I don't know if he talks in this game because in the previous game, he was voiced by uh, oh god, what's the guy's name? Chef Ramsay. <laughs> it is no, it's not Chef Ramsey. No, Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> oh, Kyle McLaughlin did his voice in GTA Three, but I guess they couldn't get him back. He's a little highbrow for this. Yeah, maybe. Avery, after he introduced you to Donald Love, he's like, "Hey, I got more crime street to do to drive down uh, real estate prices." Real cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, start a gang war. Yeah, yeah. You start a gang war, and then later on, you meet with the Colonel again, and he mentions he's like, "Hey, I think Diaz fucked you <laughs> over." I want to know if he knew that the whole time. And he was just making you do shit. I don't know. I mean, that's what everybody does because apparently yeah. you're just going to, you're everybody's little fucking errand boy. Part of me says yes. And like he did know the whole time and he was using you to get stuff done for him. But at the same time, sounds like he had a lot on his hands with this, these initial guidance systems that he stole <laughs> yeah. from the French. That's fair. So that's he might have just been a little busy with his own shit. But uh, he's like, hey, you know, I think Diaz fucked you over. Just wanted to give you that info. And obviously, the next thing I'm going to say is is perfectly natural. Go steal a tank for me. <laughs> oh, it's easy. So you steal a fucking tank and kill everyone and take it back. And then while you're doing this, or possibly after, Paul gives you a call. He tells you that Lance went after Diaz and failed. So <gasps> oh, fucking he's Lance. Getting, he's getting tortured right now. So you you go after him. You basically save him from a from a warehouse from being tortured, and then you're like, okay, it's go time, and then you both go after Diaz. So you go to his Palacio estate, and then you kill him, and it's kind of like the end of Scarface. The building's is like his mansion is yeah, the it's same exactly floor plan. the same. Yeah, yeah, and then you kill him good, and then that estate basically becomes like your base of operations moving yeah, forward. Time to take over the city, I guess. 
What else is there to do? Now, some, one thing they didn't tell you really in the video game movie is a big part of this game is buying real estate. And when you buy the real estate, it kind of unlocks the missions that come with it. Yes. And uh, so basically at this point, you, Avery, Lance, Ken, all this whole this this whole group is like, what are our options? What are we going to do next? And you, Tommy Versetti, is like, we're going to take over and run this whole fucking town. What do you think we're going to do? Yeah, what the fuck? Kind of shake down some stupid, or I don't know, I can't think of a thing. <laughs> what call it, yeah. Since Diaz is dead, everybody in town's like, well, uh, I guess we don't have to pay protection money anymore. <laughs> oh, they wish. And then no, you're just so, paying me more. He's like, no, just now you're paying to me. So then you uh, go to the mall, blow up a bunch of stores, get people pretty scared, and uh, magically people start paying protection again. He just walk into a mall, start shooting yeah. windows. Makes sense. And then you go and you check with Cortez. He says the French are all over his ass about the Skynes chip thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they're serious about this. So he escapes to his yacht. And uh, you gun down a whole bunch of boats chasing after him. You fucking kill everybody that comes after him. And Cortez is like, hey, this shit's hot right now. I'm skipping town. Thanks for all the stuff you did. Here's a fast boat as a thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he fucks off out of the game. Alive and well. Not a lot of GTA play- people, characters, NPCs, make it out of this alive. But he did. <laughs> Yeah, right. So you head back home and you hear Lance... Fucking losing his mind, screaming about some bomb in the goddamn mall that didn't go off, and now the cops are all over him. Uh, Lance, you fucked up again. I gotta save your ass. And then there's a mission where you steal some cop uniforms, you walk into the evidence room, you steal it, the, the bomb, and then you go blow up a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you can't, you have to blow something up with the bomb. You can't just get rid of it. Yeah, you can't get, no. I mean, it's already locked down. You might as well blow up the fucking mall. And I love how you have to get two cops to go and follow you into a garage. Close the door. And it's, That's a good point. Yeah. When there's so many cops outside. Uh, it's so good. So And then there's a lot of stuff that happens that I'm I'm going to kind of not focus on as much. If you, you guys well, have moments. Yeah, skip it. You want to talk about, I'm just going to fly through this. But if, if you guys found something weird about these, stop me. Can we talk about how Lance wants a bigger slice? He's always crying. Yeah, he's like, you know, whatever, like, this isn't cool, like, I think we should be, like, he's bitching about his cut and some kind of inferiority complex the entire time. Yeah, he's real annoying at this I point. I should be making more money. Well, that's yeah, what he's I making more money, he's safer, He's got, he knows who killed his brother, he got his revenge, and he's like, man, this is bullshit. I'm gonna go join a biker gang. <laughs> uh, but the rest are just random missions, wasting time until you get to the end game. Yeah, that, none of it seemed to point any any point whatsoever. I even wrote one time bank robbery because, of course, well, the counterfeit ring has something to do with it. I mean, there is there's a a counterfeit ring because you buy like a printing company, and you're like, hey, maybe we're uh we're gonna you know print some magazines or something. Like my dad owned one of these. This will be fun. And then the old head at the print studio is like, hey, why don't we just print some fucking money? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I know where there's some plates. Let's uh, go get those. This is like the heist in the game. So you you steal the plate. You t- He tells you where the plates are. You get your crew together. You get a safe guy that you break out of jail. Uh, you get a gunman. You get a driver. And then I don't understand why, like, all of these guys had some kind of thing you had to do for them to get them on your crew. Yeah. You recruit the guy to be your driver. He's like, I'll be your driver, but you got to beat me in a street race first. <laughs> so well, how about you so fucking dumb. win the race? You're the driver, asshole. Yeah. Why would I want you to drive if I can beat you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be your gunman, but you got to beat me in a sharpshooting competition. 
last man standing. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. Uh, there, there's also random missions where you join the biker gang in order to get security for the Scottish version of Motley Crue called Love Fist. Mm-hmm. And then you do favors for the Haitians and yeah, some porno guy. You're getting everyone on your side yeah, because you want to run the town. Now everyone's like, all right, you're cool. The most confusing one, which I still don't quite understand, is you do a bunch of work for a guy named Umberto, voiced by Tr- by Danny Trejo, who calls you a woman a lot. <laughs> and then when you ever bring like throw it back at him, he's like, no, I love women. I love women for very weird. I don't know what his point of this game was, because you, you just you get some solvent. You blow up a factory for him. And I just have in my notes, I guess that's his storyline. Yeah, that's all there is. He's just a. Uh smaller gang leader and you're just like well absorbing that into your large gang okay that I makes think. more yeah something I, that like makes that sense, at least i think it, uh, whatever i'm not even worried <laughs> and then i'll skip over the biker gang because all their missions are dumb they just do security for love fist but i do want to talk about love fist <laughs> okay because love fist is a band they were on the radio in gta 3 and they do show up in later gta games they're supposed to be like the 80s hair band super party Motley Crue style. Right, right. Uh, they One of the missions, you got to get them a special drug called Love Juice. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have to kill one of their stalkers. And But the mission, the one mission I love is when you're in a limo with them, taking them to the show, and then it turns into a speed situation where you got to keep the limo up to a certain speed. <laughs> and you have to talk them through disposing the bomb. Uh, and I love that. The banter between them and you and like they're all tanked and trying to figure it out it's like wait which one's red that one's red it's like are you colorblind like it's just the banter was great all right i'll give you that and then sunny still called a couple times in here says hey you know you're not sending me any money what the fuck's going on down here i want my goddamn money and then we like you mentioned there's a there's a bunch of missions with dnh studios making pornography uh you start by recruiting the colonel's daughter and and candy sucks is her name Mm-hmm. Candy Sucks being voiced by Jenna Jameson, an actual adult film actress. Makes sense. I mean, you're not really. You could have anybody do the voices. And act- they're actresses. But it makes sense. <laughs> and then you keep, he keeps like trying to get these big, epic skin flicks, and you keep after shutting him down. He's voiced by Dennis Hopper. He's a gem in this. I, lo- I love hearing him crazy out. Because crazy Dennis Hopper is the best Dennis Hopper. Is there yeah. any other kind? He's the Nicolas Cage of his generation. Ooh, that's a bold That's claim. messed up, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought it was funny in his storyline where there's a moment where you send uh, Candy to a politician's apartment and you take pictures of Candy with the politician, not even doing anything lascivious, but just standing next to each other in like bathing suits. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad. That was enough to tank that politician entirely. Remember those days? Man. These were the 80s, yeah, man. Now, Nowadays, they're just plotting insurrections. I mean, you can kill your wife and still get on the ballot in some states. I guess. I don't know. No, it actually happened. Oh, I believe it. But anyway, so that's the end of these random thread missions, which are a lot more fun playing than they are watching. But now we're getting into the end game here. Mm-hmm. The family in New York City, they're mad they're not getting their money. So they decide, uh, Liberty hey, City. <laughs> oh, I did. Right, of course. I'm so sorry. Duh. Liberty City are mad. They aren't getting their cut, so they're like, we're going to go down there, and we're going to see Tommy, see what's going up. So they go down, and remember that uh, printing press they got with all the fake money? They decide to just give the counterfeit money to the mob. Oh, did he ever give him the original money that he lost? 
No. Or is that what this was all about? It's all about that, yeah. Oh, so he's just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He just didn't want to give the money for the... Uh, I thought he just didn't want to give a cut this time. But you're like, why would Tommy do that? Why wouldn't he just give him the money if he's such a good thing? Well, he's alluding to the fact that Sonny and the mob in Liberty City set him up way back when, and that's <gasps> why he went away. How'd he know? He assumed it, it because everyone was waiting for him when he committed the crime. That's true. Which is a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good indicator. I mean, I've seen Minority Report. Doesn't he talk about how he's like, yeah, he gunned down like 15 guys. Yeah. And he only got 15 years for that? <laughs> Apparently no parole either. Oh, it was, it was 70. Yeah, that's right. Different time. <laughs> Plus, this is also the game where you can get a five-star wanted level murdering half the army and FBI, and then you just go to jail and wake up the next day and you just don't have any guns. That's true. So, in the universe of the game, I'll allow it, I guess. All right, fair enough. But Sonny immediately knows this is counterfeit money, and he's like, what the fuck are you trying to do here? And you're like, how the hell did it? Turns out, Lance betrays you. The fuck, Lance? He Saw told the family about the funny money. Ah, <gasps> oh, me and Lance were boys. And then a shootout ensues in your mansion, and we'll cut to the end where you murder everybody. Sure do. Yep. Including mini boss fights versus Lance and Sonny. You murder both of them and they're dead. Sweet. So basically, Tommy killed his way to independence and now he and Ken are running their own operation out of Vice City. Ken. Ken's Ken the guy who survives. I know, right? Who would have thought <laughs> that he would have made it the entire time? Well, he time? was hiding the whole time. Yeah. Scared of shitless. He's like that guy from the Civil War on drugs who just pretends he's dead the whole time. Yeah. That's it. That's the game. We did it. Yeah. Now the I know. I know we're Tommy. all super excited about it. Oh, yeah. I think scientists can't wait to talk a little more about it. Oh, geez. And you think we should ask him some questions right away so he can talk about it? I think I, I, think I got a couple. Okay. Well, what do you got? Scientist. Yeah. Knowing you, I think you'd like to play this gem. Is that correct? Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> Got five minutes of trying to get words around correct. Was the story built wrong or was it mama select wrongly erected okay yeah <laughs> all right uh would i play Out of the 27 game? stars how many do you select would i play the game no the story work for me no it's just ridiculous from top to bottom uh did you ever say that to scarface yeah yeah i did <laughs> nice it's slightly better than scarface not much better oh it's a lot better but slightly better just ridiculous it's just all nonsense no point to the entire game what are you talking about i think you've just discovered what grand theft auto is all about by the way nonsense it's all nonsense <laughs> it's <Yeah>. all <laughs> stupid like immature bullshit it was a forever. waste of my time two stars two i know two. it should be less but it, it is better than scarface i think you're just hating because it sopranos. was a, a papa scotch pick i mean pretty much <laughs> It's better than Shaq Fu. <laughs> now how many stars you give that? One. I stand corrected. Okay. And you think it's better than Soprano's Road to Respect? Yes. Well, yeah, I believe that too. And okay. all of them are infinitely better than Scarface was. I mean, it's just, the story's terrible. Yeah, I'm kill, you, did we do Scarface last year? Yeah, I think so. But that's all, I guess that's all you got to say. Yeah, that's all I got. Trash. He ain't having don't, it. Don't play it. <laughs> Scientist ain't having it. Scientist doesn't want to talk about it anymore. He's done. So let's then go to uh, you there, Sir Chomp Slap. Yeah. 
What do you got? Uh, did the did watching this video make you want to spin the disc? Sure did. I mean, continue. Did the story work for you, or was it a bunch of bullshit titled Misk? <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> what score out of twenty seven stars do you think you'd give this piss? Well, do I did want to play it after watching this? Did they ever re- do a remake of this? I'm sure. Yeah, like they just better, did. Did they? Yeah, like oh, they just right. released it, it better, as remastered. Though. Yeah, but it wasn't better. <laughs> well, no, they they cleaned it up a bit. The graphics are better. They fixed the weapons because I did play it a little bit before this because it was on uh, PlayStation Now for free. Yeah, uh, it's it's better, but it still is you know very fe- it very much feels like it's from 2002. Yeah, but it was, that was a good one. I remember playing it back in the day and thinking it was great. But yeah, it kind of made me want to play it again. Did the story work for me? <sighs> Yeah, flat out, just, it's a story of a guy who's getting out of jail and just takes over a whole town. Becomes the big man on campus. Absolutely. And. Does a lot of crimes. Yeah, does a lot of shit. He has his fingers in bunches of pies. So I think it kind of, it worked. Like. Worked is doing a lot of work in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to explain. It worked. It starts it's got a middle, crescendos, and it ends. So do Oreo cookies, but I wouldn't say they have a good story. They do, Your story's though. story's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a terrible story. I kind of liked it. I like the, all the characters in it. They're pretty fun, except for Burt Reynolds. He was a dick. I just didn't like him. No, that was the most annoying character ever. I could tell he was a dick to work with. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But that being said, and the two extra points this got for Luis Guzman. Oh, I should, that's why I got two, because I had Luis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is trite, regular bullshit, but all the side missions, it, it was fun. It had it had heart. It was a lot of fart, too. And a lot of fart, exactly. Well, actually, it didn't really have heart, but. No, I don't think there was any. It had something. <laughs> that rhymes with fart and fart. That's for damn so sure. I'll give it uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. Nine okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean it was it was a story. It told the story, it told you how it happened. Does it make sense? Yeah. Whatever. I already, <laughs> I already, you already it. explained it. So why don't you tell us Papa Scotch? I don't remember what's what would you play it? Okay, okay. Would you play it again? Did the story work for you? Did the story work this time? And how many stars did you give it? Out of 27. Uh, would I play it? I played for about two hours on the PS Now version of the new remaster remake, and then the time ran out, and they took it off. Mm. So I think I would. I think I would go back and play it. Um, I don't know if I'd make it the whole way through, if I love it that much, but sure. I'll, I'd say it, it kind of made me want to go back and play it. There was a lot of nostalgia... I do specifically remember buying this game uh, freshman year of college, walking into the local mom and pop video game store and being like, hey, this game came out today. You guys got it? They're like, well, no, but we've got like (laughs) 60 copies back here that people pre-ordered. And there was a pause and he goes, but you're standing here right now with money. So here. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And he sold me a copy, which is pretty dope. Sucks for whoever wanted to come pick it up. But yeah, really. I'm sure one person didn't get it. So fuck them. So, I still have that copied, by the way, to this day. Wow. I know, right? I'm so dope. <laughs> 20 years later, still have such it. such a hater. 
what he does. <laughs> and apparently the fans love it. Yeah. So. Apparently I'm too nice to you, I think. That's what they said. I think you oh, misread thought, that. <laughs> yeah, I think you misread that, sir. <laughs> but uh, all right. So would I play it again? Yes, I would play the remaster. I, I wouldn't go back and play the PS2 version because the controls are still pretty wonky. Uh, does the story work for me? And it's pretty bare bones. It's, hey, go set up crime in this town. And then you do set up the crime in the town. Then you decide to not kick back. That's fetch pretty quest, much the whole quest, thing. Fetch quest, kill quest. Yeah, yeah. Then you kill everybody in your way. Some of the missions and stuff felt like padding and just um, buying real estate for real estate's sake. And I remember even at that time, eventually you're just going to make enough money to buy everything. There's no strategy involved. You just, you know, keep checking things off the list. But overall, the story worked for me. It was dumb enough. It was fun enough. Uh, I loved the diversity of the missions, which at the, this point in Grand Theft Auto was still there. Yeah, right. Um, that goes away later. Diversity but it was of there. the missions. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like uh, flying an RC helicopter versus a boat race versus running something from one place to another. They tried to make it a little bit different. Okay. And then what score would I give it? Well, mm. you know, I'm looking at my previous scores and... It earns every piece of this 12 I'm giving it right oh, now. What? Oh, snap. Which is more than both of your scores combined. Yeah, so it's 23 total, which yeah. puts it in company it does not deserve to be with. Bullshit. <laughs> when I was watching this video, every time the guy went past like a ramp, I was like, oh, that's probably a unique jump. You should hit that. Did yeah. they do that in this game? I th- yeah, oh, I'm pretty unique sure. Unique jumps? Yeah, they were absolutely in this. They've been in there <laughs> since the beginning. Uh, 23 is the exact same score we gave Dark Watch. Okay. All right. Which one was Dark Watch? The Vampire Western? Western, yeah. Ah, that's right. And then we gave Red Dead Revolver a 20. We gave Day of the Tentacle a 22. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer got a 21. It's not nearly as good as any of those. It's better than Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it. By two points, it is. Well, I guess it's science. It's science. There could have been nostalgia glasses on us. It's science. The system, as we know, is perfect, and fucking Louise Guzman, bro. Yeah, I can't, I yeah. can't argue with it. <laughs> yeah. Louise Guzman puts it in the top over, five man. for the year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any other game we gave more than twenty-two has Louise Guzman in it. <laughs> we'll have to check. So that being said, after our final thoughts are all said and done, let's move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Doctor Scientist Classic '90s Album Rock. Oh, it's the '90s, and it's gonna rock. And it's going to lock with this album from Scientist. Mm. Oh, I can't believe I did that. Oh, my throat hurts. Anyway, every week, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Scientist gets to pick a guaranteed 90s album lock of the week. He's never let us down. He's only picked bangers. That's all he can do. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for the month of Skmay? It's Scottober. Scottober. Uh, <laughs> I'm the asshole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. It's Scottober, of course. <laughs> well, this Ska album was released on October 6th, 1998. Okay, okay. All right. And the lyrics follow four years of the drummer slash lyricist's life and is named for the place where one of his oldest friends was imprisoned. Was that the lyric? No, that's... No, the, the lyrics follow four years of his life. Yeah. Is what he said. And the album is named after one of his oldest friends who was imprisoned. It's named after his friend or the place he was The place imprisoned? he was imprisoned. This is Johnny Cash, Folsom City, Folsom yeah. Prison. The, the, the big trombone <laughs> ska guy, Johnny Cash. I gotta, I gotta swing big. It's gotta be Keys B. Nights. No, you're both wrong. Oh, ho- 
Hold on. Oh, well, you, yeah, you, give I, us a lyric. Johnny Cash? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took that as a serious guess. I was guess. being an asshole. I was closer, right? Yeah, oh yeah, you were a lot closer than Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is not known for his ska work. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> all right, all right. If you want the lyric, it's for the better. Your better half's gone. It's okay. You didn't need her anyway. And I don't want to hear you say nobody can take her place. Oh, fuck. It's less than Jake. Yep. Uh, Pezcor? No. That's no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in prison at Pezcor. <laughs> oh, welcome to Rockview. Oh, close. Hello, Rockview. Hello, Rockview. Rockview. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, fuck you. I got it. I got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Fuck you. You got it, Scotchy. <laughs> Good job. No, he didn't. <laughs> you got it. I'll take welcome to Rockview. But yes, hello, Rockview. Well, he got the band. I probably wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, so you both get half a point. How about that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> I control the points in this game. Ah. But yes, this is one of my favorite albums. Uh, probably the band I've seen second most in my life. You saw a lot of Scar, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Because it's the only ones that were cheaping around here. <laughs> yeah, they'd come to Allentown. They did swing by a lot. I accidentally saw Real Big Fish like second times. <laughs> oh, this is... This is Probably, this is the only band I saw three times in four days. That's impressive. I saw them in Baltimore and then Philly the next night. And then two late two days later, they were in Easton. Nice. Oh, I was, I was so tired because there was so much driving. But it was worth but it. But every set was different. And it was... No, the first and the third set were the same. Ah. Oh. They, they did two, so... Those sons of bitches. It's all right, because all their songs are good. But yeah, listen to this album. A bunch of good songs. History of a Boring Town is probably the one people know the most. All right, that is 90s ska. That is Hello Rockview by Lesson Jake. Let's go ahead then and move into our favorite segment of the week, which is Chomp Slaps. Who would win? Ding, ding, ding. Let's get it on. Every week we ask Chomp Slap uh, three who would win the fight questions, one from the game we just talked about, one from gaming in general, one from history or celebrity. This week for the game, I'm going to give you a good one. Heavyweight bout, Ken Rosenberg. (laughs) Versus Kent Paul, the guy that was in the the scummy Ooh. guy in the, in the fucking club. Was that the English guy, the the music guy, the DJ crappy guy, the mixer, the producer, whatever of Love yeah. Fist? Oh shit! Uh, I don't know. I don't think Ken could win in a fight against anybody. That's a good point. But he does have coke energy. Yeah, but to sell you something or start a company type of coke energy oh, i suppose they are different not he does coke energy not coke rage yes there you go i think he'd okay. just get punched and he just played dead the whole time that's that's my guess kent would kick ken's ass say that five times fast <laughs> <laughs> i think paul's a bit more of a survivor so i, I see where you can get that yeah definitely well there you go ken paul and now we're going to talk about gaming in general i figured it'd be fair to stay in the rock star house all right. We got another heavyweight bout between Grand Theft Auto V's Trevor Phillips, everyone's favorite psycho. Uh, The redneck? Yes. Okay. Versus Max Payne from Max Payne 3, or whatever, any of them. Aren't they the same person? They are the same person, but one, uh, Max Payne 3, Max Payne is like uh, Bruce Willis in The Last Die Hard. Not the last one, the last good Die Hard. The New York there one. There was a good one? With a vengeance? Yeah. With a vengeance, there it is. With Samuel Jackson, Grover Cleveland. <laughs> you, I remembered. I know every single word to that exchange. If you want me to say it right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. While we're while yeah. we're waiting for, go ahead. Chumps left. And then call the it. chief and ask him who the twenty-first president was. Chester A. Arthur. What? Chester A. Arthur. <laughs> he was the twenty-first president. All Did right, you well, know he came here? They built the aqueduct or something. Yeah, like that. that's as far as I got. But well, I, they're I, building the aqueduct anyway. 
I would have to say Trevor from GTA Five because he was quite literally insane. Yeah, (laughs) he'd blow you up just for looking at him funny type of thing. That's true. And and meth heads are a hell of a drug. Yeah, true. I love how in Max Payne he'd be like, "I need more energy," and just slam pills, just pills down the hatch. Yeah, but what was Trevor doing? What kind of meth and shit was he up to? You know what That's I mean? true. Plus, he did Bath have a mini game problem. where he murdered as many people as possible. Yeah, exactly. I think I think he'd easily take it. But well, maybe not Canadian. easily, but yeah, it'd be a good fight to watch. That's a heavyweight bout right there. Sure I, it I, is. I mean, I think you can make an argument for both, but I, st- I I see your argument for Trevor Phillips for sure. Yeah. And now from Celebrity, this one I believe is on Celebrity Deathmatch, but I thought it'd be a fun one, and we're talking about the people today: Ice Cube versus Ice T. Who do you got? It's, it's got to be Ice T. Yeah. I mean, Ice Cube's just a. Uh, he's a little soft. That's what I, I was you about know? to say. I was going to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry if you're listening. Yeah. I mean, Ice T was sick, motherfucker. Ice T's the only one I've seen play. Like You've seen him life. live? Oh, yeah. I saw it with Body Count. I was going to say it had to be Body Count. When was that? Uh, Who'd you see? A body? couple of years ago. It was <laughs> like a, a tsunami tour, or whatever. It was called like Eastern Tsunami Wave or something like that. And uh, a buddy of mine got tickets for it at the Santander Center, and she sold it as, hey, do you want to see Wu-Tang Clan? I was like, fuck yeah, I want to see Wu-Tang Clan. But it turned out it was like an eight-hour-long show mixing like rap and like heavy metal show. Like really? Bands, yeah. And the last three were uh, Mob Deep, and then Body Count came on, and then Wu-Tang played. That sounds like a fun show, though. Oh, it was a good time. <laughs> she had, go she had private that. seats. Like her, the place she worked for had a private booth. Oh, at fuck the it. Oh, there. Hey, man. Did you get liquored up for free? No. Uh, Probably had to drive. Uh, yeah, it, it was in Reading. But it was it was good. And like every time the Wu-Tang sang, when they got to an ODB part, the, the, the crowd would just sang it. it. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. But yeah, Ice-T, definitely. All right, Ice-T is going to kick his ass. Let's say Ice Cube was listening, and he had a couple <laughs> words that he wanted to email to you, Sir Chompslap. Where would he send that email to, Sir Chompslap? Well, you send that to plottytime at gmail.com. I'll read and respond and call you soft to your face. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say Ice Cube wanted to get to us faster on the socials. Where would Ice Cube do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or Twitter, or stop by the Plotty Time Reddit, Ice Cube. We yeah. and Freddy there. Check it out. I'm sure everybody will tell you how soft you are. Find some sweet fan art from Drago the Slago. <laughs> shout out Drago the Slago. Shout out Blade J. Shout out Handman. Shout out Luis Guzman. Shout out Retro RPG Gaming. Eight, or podcast. Retro RPG Podcast. Thanks for the there we go. sending your people over. We got that. We appreciate it. Uh, you can also head over to YouTube. Like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Go to playtime.com. Buy some merch. We love you. That does it for us, so get out there, play some video games, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.